Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. My name is Martha Reddick and I am your host. And this week we're going to be talking about Legos. And to do that, I have my a Lego expert, <laughs> Lego expert, my fiance and co-producer, Logan Nielsen. Hi, Logan. Hi. Uh, I, I do not work for Lego. I do not represent Lego. I am not a child care specialist nor child care. Uh, or no child development specialist. Uh, I'm just a, an adult man who uh, enjoys playing with Legos. <laughs> uh, with his adult woman fiance. Yep. Uh, yeah, this is a little bit revealing of our personal lives, but we, uh, for the last couple of years, we've enjoyed buying little Lego play sets and, and building them together. It's a very relaxing thing. It is. I was, I was thinking about why we do it so much. Uh, one, just because... When it first started, it was me saying, like, wouldn't it be fun to get Legos again? Because, you know, you don't have toys anymore. Mm -hmm. And it was fun. And then it started being we liked getting them to relax. Like when you're a kid building the sets is it's uh, it was I remember it being challenging and uh, and exciting. Yeah. Seeing it come together. And now as an adult, it is just like I think because you're doing something that requires uh, the finesse that requires you know a, a steady hand if you will fine motor skills yeah but you have directions telling you exactly how to do it so it's, yes <laughs> you know, it's a- and it's also um revealing of our personalities for how we choose to build legos for example i put all the pieces into i color coordinate them separate them into colors so that i can easily find them and yeah. logan's more of like a spread them all out and just find each piece. I don't even spread them out. I just pour it into a pile. (laughs) I open the bag into a pile. Because that's part of the fun is looking for the piece you need. Exactly. And you, I mean, and but I don't like doing that a lot. Like if there's like a, you know, when you're in a spot, like one of the bigger pieces we did, uh, Martha was kind enough last year to get me the uh, Millennium Falcon for my birthday, like the full-sized one, the expensive one. Nailed it, guys. Oh, it was great. Uh, But there's a lot of, parts where you need a bunch of the same little piece. And so that can get annoying when you're trying to find like seven little pieces. I couldn't imagine doing all of that up top. Right. And I that's totally your personality. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. That, I, I did that for him. By the time I would... Yeah, yeah, thankfully you were helping me on it. But if 
if I, I think for me, if I built Legos the way you'd built Legos, by the time I would have them all separated and color coded, I wouldn't want to build it anymore. <laughs> but for me, it's just, that's, that's when the most fun part is over. That's not true. I really like putting them together too. But anyway. For- Do you color code your, your M&Ms? Do you, mm-hmm. do you split it? You're one of those people. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also, when I used to get Halloween candy, I would break it into categories and count each category and sometimes <laughs> chart it. So, <laughs> really? I like to know like what was popular that year. <laughs> I like to know the trends. Uh, like a little Leslie Nope. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, but anyway, for children. Um, Legos. Right, kids play with Legos. Right, right. kids gotcha. play with Legos. Gotcha. I and forget this sometimes. <laughs> since this is a nanny resource podcast, mm. I want to give you guys some things. Should be geared towards children. I get it. no. I get, I get what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. I get what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, so for children, Legos are actually there. Are lots of articles written about how great of a toy they are for kids. Yeah. Um, because they can be arranged in a million different ways. Um, that means that children are practicing their creativity. They're also practicing thinking in three dimensions. Yeah. Which they don't get to do all that often. Well, and it's the, it's the only toy that, uh, both, uh, nurtures creativity, like for just, Hey, you can just build Legos however you want them, but also has instructions you can follow to, uh, help your kind of critical thinking, Yes, because because how Lego instructions are done too, they're only done with pictures. They don't, <clears throat> they're not done with words at all. So you don't have to be able to read to play with these toys. But it also, but it also makes you have to decipher the the symbols because it shows you just like here's the pieces you need, mm-hmm. and then the next picture usually shows one piece being put down with like an arrow, mm-hmm. and then the other ones you have to just look at the picture and see where they were added. So it's like what is different about this picture from the exactly, last picture? and you have to do that every single page with every new frame. You have to find out what got added, what mm-hmm. is new. To this and usually it shows you what pieces you'll need but so it's it's probably the only toy that does both of those things that helps that critical thinking side of of building and following instructions right. very specific different type of instructions than just being told what to do yes but then also like i told uh, my nephew uh, mickey we were playing with them and he goes what do i do when they're built and i'm just like well you can hang on to them for a while and then break them and build whatever you want right <clears throat> exactly and it also the because you have to follow those specific instructions when you make a mistake it's not an adult telling you like oh you did it wrong it's a uh Three steps later, oh, I didn't put on this piece in the right place, yeah, and you, now it's affecting this step, so I have to go back. Yeah, you usually know pretty early on if you screwed up, and it's right. usually either a piece is just one circle over, mm-hmm. or like you know the, you have one that's you know one circle longer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the square, you know, the rectangle is a little bit longer than you needed, and it's like oh, yeah, you don't find out at the end. Yes. They're like, oh, I screwed this whole thing up. But there's also no shame in having to go back because I feel like a lot of times, especially in school and things like that, it's like when you make a mistake as a kid, it's it's somewhat scary because it's like, oh, I don't even know how I made that mistake, but I'm being told I did it wrong. Yeah. Whereas with Lego, no one's telling you you made the mistake. You're figuring out that you made a mistake. Yeah. And then it's very easy to fix. Yeah, and, and it's part of the fun to fix. Well, it. and part of Legos are them being dismantled too. Yes. So 
if you have to take the thing apart to go fix it, you're you're it's you're not playing. You can never play with Legos wrong. Yes, and I think that that is a very good thing about this toy in particular. Yeah, and like there's a, there's a, a right way they have to go together mm-hmm. just to stay together, mm-hmm. no matter what you're building. Like so, there's it's it's a toy that has a very like you have to use it this way. Right, but it, context wise, you can use it in any form of creativity or whatever you want it to be. Exactly. So it's a, it's a great combo of those two things. Again, I am not a child development <laughs> specialist. But it also helps because like you were saying when you told your nephew about you can just break it apart and then build whatever you want, it also encourages the that mistakes aren't end-all be-alls. If yeah. you make a mistake, if if the toy gets broken – then like some wrestling gets out of hand and your Legos get smashed. Right. I have found that the kids now will pair it back to me because I've said it so many times. What's the great thing about Legos? We can rebuild and there's no tears over. Yeah. Oh no, it got broken because that's yeah. the point of them. Well, And I made it a point to say to him because we were, I got him uh, some Star Wars Legos for Christmas because that's what he wanted. And I was like, I'm on this because I've tested out most of the Star Wars <laughs> Legos. Yes. I'm like, I'm going to get him the good ones. But we built it. Uh, we had did Christmas at uh, uh, my parents' place. So he still had to go home from there. So that's why I made a point to tell him too, like these might break on the way home because mm-hmm. they, okay. they were two smaller ones. They were going to get put into a box with all of his other toys. And so I was just like, if they break... Uh, just like you got the instructions here you have all the pieces you know right. and they were smaller ones too so they wouldn't have been that many right anyway but that's part, part two i was just saying like it might break it might break right now mm-hmm. and that's okay and that's okay you can choose to rebuild this one the exact way it is or yeah. you can toss this within all in with all your other legos and yeah build whatever you want yeah and, and he and he was fun to build with too because he wanted to do it with me mm-hmm. uh which i appreciated um, but I, so I kind of went through, I actually did like showing the instructions and putting the pieces together cause there was a lot of small pieces, but he was, uh, he was finding the pieces and he got to the point to where he started to learn how the instructions worked. Right. And he started to have, uh, especially one of the ones we were building was like a little X-wing, which mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with Star Wars, <laughs> X-wing is the thing that Luke flies when they blow up the Death Star, but it's, it's it a, looks like an X, but it's a four winged yeah. thing. So you have to build four wings. So it's four times of getting the same pieces right after the second time of doing it. He started getting all of the pieces ready ahead of time, right? Because because we had to go back and build it again, and you have to build you know two one way and two the other way because they're flip flopped. Yes. Um. But so that was I really liked seeing that is he had the pieces ready to go, knowing like these are all the pieces we need for an X wing wing. Yeah, and that repetition is a really great teaching yeah. tool. Yeah, because he was he was on point with those. By the last wing, he pretty much almost had them all together on his own. Which is awesome. He, he, That's yeah, so was, fun to watch. Yeah, he needs some help putting them together. But, you know, but yeah, he's with that, he started having it all together. And he started being able to guess. Then we build another piece after that, another uh, little TIE fighter. And he started being able to guess, like, what pieces are going to be used for what. Because we just built a little spaceship. Right. Because I remember we started building. We got, like, the base done. And he just goes, I, he's like, that must be the seat where the guy's going to sit. And then we're going to build around it. And he was right. Yes. So he started just to recognize how those little things are put together just and that thinking ahead is also a very important skill yeah predictive thinking um that will come in handy when he learns to read is 
what's going to happen next in the story. Well, and that kid's already a reader. Oh yeah, he's he's great. Yeah, he's a reader. He's a he's a movie watcher. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's, he, a, he's familiar with story structure. He's he's a smart kid. Um, it also Legos also promote fine motor skills. Yeah, of there's so many different sizes of pieces, and so picking them up is really good for developing literally the muscles in kids' hands of yeah. how to pick it up, how to put it together. And it also is f- how much pressure you have to put per piece and on yeah. what structure yeah. is important. And it, it keeps my chubby fingers nimble too. <laughs> yes. To the, those, just, those just square ones are such oh, a pain. They are. <laughs> especially if you put them on their little cockeyed and then you got to like try to like turn it a little <laughs> bit. And I just, I have meaty hands. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and learning how much pressure is needed per thing will translate in the future to pencil pressure. How much pencil pressure oh, to put down that's fair. Um, for different writing styles and also different what you're writing on. Yeah. Like if you're writing on one sheet of paper, you need a different amount of pressure than if you're writing on like a notebook, which is a stack of paper. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I saw online that it pointed out that Legos actually help kids learn about different things need different amounts of pressure. Well, yeah. And because even with Legos, it's not uniform. Some pieces you start pushing a spot on and it, it <clears throat> a piece on and it might crumble everything. Some are more solid blocks so you can right. really pop it on there. Mm-hmm. And, and then also breaking it apart, which most big sets come with brick breakers. If you are a nanny and your nanny family loves Legos and you don't have a brick breaker, you got to have it in your nanny bag. You really I know, do. I know you did an episode about, about the bags. Uh, <clears throat> and it, we did not list. This. I would see. I, not, this I, would be, I have regrets. My submission would be, <laughs> would be that. I, I agree. Um, but they are like $3 on Amazon and I cannot praise them enough because so many times I've been asked. I cannot praise them <laughs> I enough. Can't. Because I've been, kids come up all the time and are like, can you break these apart? And I'm like, no, if you can't with your tiny little exactly. fingers. Exactly, yeah. Then no, I'm not going to be able to. But once you have that, it's an orange brick breaker. It'll change your life, guys. It's, it, yeah, it's just a, it's like a little little Lego wrench. Yes. It's, it's, you can pry and it hooks on. You can pop parts off. Yes. And pretty much any type of piece. It's, it's, really, it's really useful. I never thought I'd be <laughs> on record talking about brick breakers. But they're so great. Right. Um, another thing that Legos promote with kids is individual play, um, mm-hmm. which we are going to do a whole episode on encouraging individual play. But Legos are so useful for that. Um, the kids that I used to nanny, one was five and one was three. And so when I put them, when I put the three-year-old down for nap, the five-year-old had outgrown nap. When I put the three-year-old down for nap, it was so convenient to say, hey, why don't you, five-year-old, go play with Legos for a few minutes while I get your brother down for nap, and then I'll come join you. But by the time I joined him, a lot of times he had already built a really cool structure of foundation and was like, hey, I'm building this giant cabin. Can you help me? And so then we would work together or the spaceship or this whatever. Um, Which was, it's so great to know that they're occupied with something that's safe and creative yeah. instead of just plopping them in front of the TV, which is what I used to do before he got so into Legos. Yeah. 
Um, so that is super handy, that individual play. And then also in doing research for this episode, I found a really fun game that you can play with Legos, um, with old Legos once they've built out of the package, they built the thing that the set that you yeah. got for them or the parents got for them. And then Which you don't have to do. But, no, but, but I why find I not? find that's the that's the great order is is, is build it. <laughs> to the instructions and then yeah when you feel like it destroy it and then use those pieces for whatever yeah and a lot of families will have that big lego bin that all the legos oh, end that's, up in. that's what we had yeah mm-hmm. we had a bunch of different sets in there couldn't tell you what any of them like you end up forgetting what any of the sets are right and i think we had like books laying around of like the instructions but yeah and it's like there were some I found where I'm just like, oh, I could try to rebuild this. And then just looking at the daunting bucket of Legos being like, I don't want to try to find all these pieces. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So once they make so it. So you also that... learn how to prioritize. Yes. <laughs> yes. Time management. Time management. Um, what do you feel like doing? <laughs> um, one of the. So one of the things that you can do once they're in that giant bin and they're just a bunch of different is get a party tray with individual uh, six individual little nooks in it, you know, for like chips and dip and things like that. Like a like a, like a relish tray. Yeah, like a yeah, relish yeah, tray. Yeah, yeah. And so you grab a handful of those Legos and put a handful in each one of those little divots. Div- uh, does are they meant to be the color coordinated or just nope, random, just, just random, random, pieces? Okay. random pieces? And then you take a die, a six sided die, mm-hmm. and you each take turns rolling and picking a piece from the corresponding number, mm-hmm. the divot that corresponds to the number. So you have to label them. Mm. But I forgot that step. Um, so label them with numbers one through six and then you roll a die and you get to take a piece from that divot and you build based on that so you see what who can build the coolest thing based on these random lego pieces and those i've i've found games like that are always good for little kids because it's a game but it's not really a game right (laughs) it's it's tricking kids just into yeah just play right but if I put on this like extra rule, it becomes more fun or whatever. Yes. On a much smaller scale, like we used to anytime me and my older brother, I have, I have two brothers in the middle of three. And anytime we'd want our younger brother, Landon, to like go get something for us, we'd always tell him, oh, we'll time you. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, you need sprint. And then he'd oh, get I back. Oh, I do that all the time with Nanny it's, kids. it's so, it's it's like once you, even though it's like, yeah, it's just a thing you didn't want to do, but I added a little rule on it. Tom Sawyer him. Yeah, so like the the kids with Legos, like most kids like playing with Legos anyway. But if you have several kids sit down mm-hmm. and you're like, just play, you know, because what there's usually one kid who's trying to like put on his rule, right? Of like we're all gonna build a spaceship and and you're like you know it's it's a game that he's gonna win. Yes, <laughs> usually or that has happened where a kid has said, "I want to build a spaceship. Will you help me?" And I say, "Sure." And then I start building, and it's like, "No, that's not how it's supposed to go." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, then you have to tell me your vision for the spaceship. How is it supposed yeah. to go?" Um, whereas this, everyone's building their own thing, and so no one's creativity is being squashed. Yeah. But it's all fair because you're all getting one piece at a time. And watching what other people do also gives kids ideas of how they can play with Legos in the future. Yeah. Because if you, as the nanny, are using it in a creative way, um, you're modeling creative behavior for them so that when they do individually play, they have more to do with the Legos 
they're learning more ways to use the Legos. Right. Which is great. Now there is a there is a dark side to Legos. Mm-hmm. They're a choking hazard. They are. So you need to <laughs> Um, but the nice thing is, is that the Duplo, which are the larger blocks they have made for smaller children. So sometimes when you have that age gap, you can say, you know, older child can play with the Legos and then you, you play with the Duplo with the younger child and make sure that they're far away from each other (laughs) or kind of far away. Yeah. Um, and then they're learning still how to build, how to put blocks together. That interlocking system is still true so, in the yeah, Duplo. They're just big. They're blocks. just big, so you can't swallow them. And even uh, Lego now has in their they like their small packs uh, have like kind of tiers now because they also have Lego Junior, mm-hmm. which the pieces are the same size. So but, they're still a choking hazard. But. Yeah, yeah, but like, <laughs> but they're they're but they stick to mainly like the larger blocks, mm-hmm. not so much the the very tiny ones, which are also just uh, harder to you know use, right? To grab and put on, but it's but it's still uh, they're still doing the same types of like I the ones I saw were like Superman and Batman, mm-hmm. like so it's still their properties that like they're doing in the video games now. And the kind of bigger sets for the older kids, which I think is a cool thing they've done. Where so they've made it those cool sets that the kids see, being like, mm-hmm. "I want that one," but it's just like that's going to be too complicated for you. That's going to take us a year. It's, yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's going to be too hard for a little guy. But it's like, oh, here's actually a a smaller, so a little bit simpler version, and they don't look like they're just going to be easy. Like it's not right. just like it's Superman and a wall. Like it's not that. Like no, it's still like some sort of little. It's not placating younger kids. No. It's actually still a really cool set. It's still it's still a cool little set. It's just it's just a little bit simpler. It's it's just a, a instructions are a little easier to follow, and they are just called Lego Junior, mm-hmm. and they have and it's the same superheroes, and I think they might even have some Star Wars ones too. Like that's, yeah, I'm that's pretty a, sure they do. So so they do have that too. Which is great, yeah. yes. So they kind of uh, stair-step kids up yeah. to being able to handle those big Lego sets. Which, speaking of them being a choking hazard, fun fact number one. <laughs> Lego. Yeah, Martha did some Lego research. I did do some Lego research. And I will plug uh, Stuff You Should Know is a wonderful podcast that... I don't think they need help. No, they don't need help. But if you are interested in Legos, their episode on Legos is really cool. And I, I would recommend it because I'm not going to just tell you all the facts that they told me. But <laughs> I did take some facts from them, including this one. Lego and Kellogg made a gummy Lego yeah. that looked just like... I remember when those happened. Lego pieces, which... How dumb! What happened in that boardroom? I don't know because I remember that no one thought. I remember because I think those were around when we were in like college. I or think something. they got discontinued in like two thousand eight, two thousand ten, and I they can't probably remember. started in like two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Like because I remember seeing them in college. I was it was grocery shopping, and I looked over, and I was just like, I my immediate thought mm-hmm. was just. That's a terrible idea, right? That's a terrible idea to say like, "Hey, look, these are Legos you can eat." <laughs> terrible idea because like i could see someone in the boardroom thinking that like in the 1970s where it's like the dads were in the boardroom and they never played with their kids but it wasn't the 70s but it wasn't the 70s it was like 2000 because those were not around when we were kids like no so those were those were new and i i i think it came from because everything they make a, a little gummy uh, snack of everything you know that's why mm-hmm. every every right. disney movie has its own you know 
the weirdest one was it was uh, I saw uh, a Fruit Loops one. I'm just like, well, that's just lifesaver gummies. You're just ripping those off, <laughs> Fruit Loops. Very true. Uh, but they had those, and uh, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. It's early. Okay. I just want to. We, we're recording this early. <laughs> we are. Um, but okay, so another fun fact. Oh, but also, oh, sorry, I remember my other point. But it was also this was right in the spot too when Lego started uh, intersecting with everything. Right. So I think that was like them realizing, okay, that's we one we don't need to be in food. Yep, we don't play well with everything. Because I think there might have even been a Lego cereal. I might be making that up. Yeah, but I don't think it looked exactly like the I don't. Blocks. I don't think so. But but it's like that. But that was in that era when those were around. That was when. The all the video games took up the Lego right. Star Wars games, the Lego Harry Potter games, like the when that became a big property because mm-hmm. then that made like Legos was already doing fine, mm-hmm. yes, and then like those like made them do very well because then they had all these properties now, right? And that was right in that era. Then I saw the the gummy Legos, so I, I think that I think what was happening in the boardroom is they just had a list of 20 things being like, yeah, let's just make all this stuff, we can't <laughs> do wrong, and then they're just like, no, no we actually no. can, we. There was there was the line. We found it. Because like they had to be ended because someone was finally like, oh, this is making kids eat Legos. Right. Yep. <laughs> like, the, yep. The choking hazard, which um, Lego actually does a bunch of tests to each Lego brick or not each one, but a sample from each one. And one of them is a bite test. They do a bite test on every Lego. What does that mean? Um, I think it's a machine that puts down I would, pressure. I'd hope so. I hope they don't just they have don't an assembly ever. line of children um, being like, hey, what do you think about this? But it puts a, a certain amount of pressure to make sure the brick doesn't crumble, you know? Gee, that because be- then that's yeah. like a super bad choking hazard. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that's shards. And that... I mean, keep an eye on that kid then, because they're gonna be Jaws from the Bond movies. Right. Like that's... But the uh, the number of Legos that fail that test is like point zero 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 two. Well, because it would have to be just like actually molded incorrectly. Right. Something would actually have to go wrong because they're hard. They're, they're, even they're even the hard. smallest square is hard. Like, yes. And even the really big ones are, and thin ones are, they make them, they're a great company. I mean, it's not even just that they're a great company, but it's plastic. Yes. (laughs) But it wasn't always. Originally, Lego. I am on fire with the accidental segues today. You are. Lego was made from wood. Uh, When they first opened the company, they made the blocks out of wood, and then the factory burnt down. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And... At the same time that the factory burnt down, the original uh, designer's son took over. And so then they segued into plastic. When when would this have been? That was in 1968. That was 1968? I believe that is true. Really? Yes. I was thinking earlier. I did earlier. not write that name down or that number down. So, But no, I'm pretty sure that was 1968. 19- in the 60s though? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yep. Yeah, I um, guess plastic wasn't widely used yet, so it would have had to be around that era. But mm-hmm. huh. and then uh, it I took just... a few more years after using plastic to get the the tube system of Legos, those inner tubes. Mm. Um, they used to just have like tiny little ridge and uh, tiny little divots for the ridge to fit in. Right. But now the tubes go all the way up in the block. Yeah, the the little uh, little pegs on top yeah. of, of the bricks that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yep. Um, another fun fact is that Lego, the name, comes from Leg Goat, 
and uh, spelled G-O-T, but that means play well in Danish. Yeah, because they're a Danish company. They are a Danish company. You know, company. and I'm Danish. Maybe that's where the connection Maybe. comes from. I'm not, though, and I love Lego, That's too. fair. Um, but an accidental thing that is kind of fun is that in Latin, Lego actually means I put together. Well, was that accidental? Or yeah, was it was that... accidental. No. Oh. Well, I mean, that's probably where their word comes from. Right. The Danish word, yes. The Danish word probably comes from Lego. <laughs> right. Because putting together well and then... What what does the Danish one mean? Play so, well. Play well. Yeah. You could see those. Like, to put together means things play well together, kind of. In a way. So, I don't know. I don't know the etymology of that word. But I was just saying most likely because, you know, yes. Latin's the root of... A lot of languages. Especially all those ones in mm-hmm. that era, area. Mm-hmm. Not era. <laughs> that's just just the wrong word (laughs) um well wonderful anything else was that it we that's uh that's the episode i mean we're gonna i'm gonna tell a fun little story that's true we got that but um Um, i mean i I mean yeah that's that's all i have to say i can (laughs) i can email in i can recommend my favorite sets Uh, that's true (laughs) please email in to chronicles of nania at gmail.com because Logan and I actually do know a lot. And I will also say another way that you can use Legos in your nanny life is it's weirdly relaxing to build Legos without a child around for a nanny because you do it so often with a child around. And playing then, by their rules. And you're playing by their rules because you're teaching them and working right. with them. But to come home after a long, hard day of nannying, sometimes when we have a set of Legos to build after, and it just, it relaxes me in a way that no other toy or activity really does yeah and it's i it may seem silly to some people that mm-hmm. that we do this uh you know well everyone has their their nerdy thing and i would say don't knock it until you try it no it, it's and honestly and this this is for the nannies those of you uh, adults mm-hmm. at some point in your adult life buy yourself one of those big sets you always wanted when you were a kid and you can never get and like i for me Growing up, some some kids probably got them, but growing up, we we couldn't afford that. There were three of us, you know. We couldn't. Each of us couldn't get one of the the fifty to seventy dollar sets, you right, know, right of Legos. And I remember always looking at the, you know, the bottom shelf ones, the big <laughs> sets. And I remember being a kid looking at those, being like, I, I think that's why I do it now because I remember being a kid being like, someday mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get these. Yep. Like that was like I I told myself. And it's, it's one of those things that you thought when you were a kid, like, I'm going to stay up late and I'm going to eat pizza for breakfast and I'm going to do all these fun things when I get to be old. And and actually following through on that dream is worth it. I would recommend it. Yeah, that's that's I'm I mean, the other ones I, I was as a kid, I was just like, no, I'm going to have a, a morning job and I'm going to have coffee. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but but I just always wanted to do that. And trust me, as an adult, there's so it's it's satisfying one to just buy it, mm-hmm. to walk out with that box, oh, just with the large, with, like with a big one being like, yeah, I bought a big <laughs> Lego box. I did it. Mm-hmm. I did it, world. <laughs> like I you, saved for this. Like, I did, like you immediately have, I'm sure the satisfaction you had from buying the Millennium Falcon. It was great. If I had been there for that. I like, know. I, like, I'm sorry, because I, I was debating surprise. This is not, we don't need to That's talk. okay, though, but you but you surprised me with it, which yeah. was also very thrilling of being like, you got me the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I had been there, I'm sure I would have just 
wet myself. <laughs> but it's very exciting. And then it's exciting to put it together. And mm-hmm. the Falcon, it took us a while because we we got into it and then our dog got sick. Yes. Like we talked about. And so it got, it got put to the side for a, a few months. Mm-hmm. So it was like a six-month project. Which was so fun. That actually made it really... It was, yeah. Really cool and really fun. Well... Uh, yeah, but so... Legos aren't just good for kids. You should also play with Legos. Yes. And if you would like recommendations from myself or Logan, <laughs> please email in to chroniclesofnania at gmail.com or visit our Facebook uh, page, which you can type Chronicles of Nania into Facebook and find us there. Um, we would love that. And then also we will be posting pictures of our Lego oh, are sets. We? <laughs> yeah, or I will be posting pictures of our Lego sets and also some cool pictures of uh, my nanny kids projects um, on my Instagram account, which is Chronicles of Nania. Yeah. So follow us on all those things. Uh, that would be wonderful. And we end each episode mm-hmm. with a fun little story. And this week's slightly racier Ooh. than than they have been, but it was a very funny moment that <laughs> I remember to this day. Um, so the nanny kid that I was with uh, was four at the time, and we were going upstairs to have some quiet time, like nap time. He was transitioning out of nap time, and he just fell over. <laughs> And I was like, as kids often do. Yeah, you know they uh, they do just randomly fall, and gravity just tests them sometimes. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like he didn't trip or anything. Yep. It just fell down. Oh, yeah. I've I've looked at a kid and seen it happen. Just be like, what what happened? There? And you see it on their face. They're surprised. <laughs> um, and I forgot to stand for a second. And so I, you know, so as not to scare them, because I feel like as soon as you are like, oh, my God, are you OK? Then yeah. they then they get scared. I was like, oh, no, what happened? And this child responded, my penis was too heavy, <laughs> which I was like, OK, well, that we clearly need to go to the bathroom. But <laughs> before before quiet time, uh, that line every guy uses, <laughs> my penis was my too penis heavy, was too heavy. Um. Yeah. Just. But off off of the 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 falling down and being like, oh, you know mm-hmm. that thing. Uh, this this isn't something I was part of. My mom used to work at a school, and they had uh, a kid there who he had that that uh the disorder where they can't feel pain. Uh huh. Couldn't feel pain at all. And she said anytime he would fall down, like she would forget, you know, because every other kid falls down and she would kind of be like, oh, my God, are you okay? That looked like it hurt. Yeah. And she would say it to that kid. He would fall and like cut his knee open and she'd be like, oh, are you okay? And he'd be like, yeah, I'm fine. What? Right. Like he would really like brush her off (laughs) because he's just like, yeah, no, that why do people get upset about this? Yeah. (laughs) Like he didn't even have the concept of of like being worried about him falling. I mean, yeah, because he didn't have the concept of pain. But also the concept of being like, ooh, eh, like he, you know, right. of cringing. How fascinating. Right? I remember the house episode about that, but <laughs> I've never met someone yeah. in real life. That's cool that your mom got to work with a kid like that. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Logan. Of course. It was great to, to come back. By popular demand, we got your letters. We did. Everyone said, more Logan, more Logan. <laughs> <laughs> You can, uh, you can hear it's actually Lee. kind of true. Some people did say that. Oh, hey, good. Um, well, this and, is for you, three people. And it was wonderful Who to I'm have probably you here. related to. <laughs> no, you're not. It was great. It was great to to do the show again. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Have a great week. Bye bye. 
The Chronicles of Nannia is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nannia and on Twitter at Nannia Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnannia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.